0: Hello and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness and you're tuned into Mixing It with Nikki Chris. In case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talents. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger.
1: My guest today is the lead singer of the Orange County, California three-piece band, Move Like Creatures. Launched in early 2020, they defied the odds, transcending the loneliness and isolation of lockdown to find each other on Craigslist in the midst of the pandemic. If you listen to Space Case, the band's debut, you'll start to feel less alone, too. Recorded with L.A. producer-engineer Ethan Kaufman, Known for Ryan Cabrera and Avril Lavigne, the EP is deceptively bright, fueled by addictive hooks and an infectious charm that belows the collection's often weighty subject matter. My guest's lyrics are raw and vulnerable, grappling openly with loss, insecurity, and mental health. And her bandmates, drummer Melissa Cozale and guitarist Brian Reynolds, deliver similarly confident, captivating performances. Mixing pop sheen and rock with immerse electronic flourishes. I'm excited to welcome the awesome Nancy Bombard. Nancy, how are you? Welcome to Mixin' It.
2: Hey, Nikki, I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. And
0: you actually go by Nancy Ray in the band, is that correct?
2: Yeah, Nancy Ray, usually. Whatever, you know, some people call me Bombard. Nancy Ray. either way.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, great. I wanted to call that out because I know I've seen both names. So wanted to make sure that everyone was aware that we were actually talking to the same person. So this is great. So I'm really excited to have you. So let's kick it off with tell me how the band met
2: and was formed. Yeah. So uh, basically right when the pandemic was starting to, there was rumblings of it, but we weren't quite in lockdown. Um, I had left another music project about a year prior and, you know, loss of identity. I'd been doing music for many, many years. I had toured with done shows with like three eleven. I recorded with the Marleys in Jamaica. I was in the music world and then it all stopped and all the craziness started happening with the pandemic and I'm like, well, I'm gonna write music because <laughs> I already feel, you know, depressed or Uh, not myself, so I just kind of said a little prayer and put up a Craigslist ad, and within a couple of days, uh, the band members reached out to me, and we started writing, and of course, everyone went into lockdown, and everything got crazy, and it was an opportune moment to dig deep and write some music.
0: That's really fascinating, because I know a lot of times when people post things on Craigslist, you never really know (laughs) You know what you're gonna get, right? I mean, that's just very, very true in in most cities, so I think it's absolutely fantastic that you guys met that way, and it actually has turned out to be a very fruitful collaborative relationship. Can you tell me a little bit about or tell our listeners a little bit about more into your musical backgrounds?
2: yeah, sure. um, so you know I grew up in the nineties two thousand so I definitely have an eclectic love for music. Um, I mean, one of my favorite singer-songwriters is Tracy Chapman. I was a big Third Eye Blind, No Doubt, Um, Alanis Morissette, Jewel, all all those bands, uh, Weezer, Nirvana, and same with the band. I got pretty lucky where we all kind of have different backgrounds. Melissa was really big No Doubt fan, uh, really big in the ska scene. Her band, and then Ryan was more punk rock kind of kid. So he had the long hair and, you know, was was more punk rock.
0: Yeah, but all of those artists actually have quite a bit in common. So that's really great. Yeah. You guys been... Yeah, I mean, they do. I mean, especially that area. I'm a No Doubt fan, and I know that that particular group is very reminiscent of some of, like, the early 80s, if you will, bands, right? They're very mm-hmm. unique, which is great that you guys can kind of blend some of these different genres, if you will. Because in listening to your music, mm-hmm. I actually find that you guys do mimic a lot. Not mimic, but, I mean, you're capturing that sound, that yeah, we, we kind
2: of try to blend... We try to blend a little bit of everything, and everyone gives a different perspective. Someone recently was interviewed, and they were like, oh, you kind of have you know, a country pop in some areas. And I'm like, oh, I've never heard that before. So it's <laughs> cool hearing everyone's input as they listen to it and what they get from it.
0: It definitely is. Boy, the country pop one is not the one that I tagged on. So <laughs> yeah. now I'm going to have to go and, and listen to more of the music to see where they would see that. Because I'm definitely getting the vibes that you mentioned of the bands that you guys are influenced by. Because that's the vibe yeah, that I get yeah. from
2: you. I think I'm definitely lyrically try to be a storyteller. You know, mm-hmm. there has to be a story.
0: No, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Do you guys all get along? Oh,
2: yeah. We are best friends. We hang out pretty much every week. Uh, Ryan just got engaged. Uh, was so excited. So we'll be in the wedding. And, I mean, we really clung to each other during the pandemic because no one could really do anything. And, yeah, they're, I'm really, really lucky that they're also my best friends.
1: During the pandemic, did you do a lot of co-writing through Zoom, or how did you guys get together
2: to write? Um, well, we're all in Orange County, so, you know, once it started getting safer, I guess, or we weren't on total lockdown, we just would only hang out with each other and try to write. And, you know, nowadays, you could just kind of pull up Logic, or even GarageBand, if you're just starting out, and just come up with a little idea and send it back and forth between each other, and we would just kind of build upon it. A lot of the times, I'll just be driving around the car in silence, which is weird because a lot of people would assume I would listen to music all the time being a musician. But I drive in silence a lot because I'll get a melody in my head, and then I'll send a voice memo over to Ryan to will try to put together a guitar progression. And then Melissa will add drums, and that's kind of just usually how it happens. Driving around in silence. I like that.
0: I actually... And the opposite. I always have music playing in the car, but what I do is I'm constantly shazamming things. So I'm constantly oh, sitting yeah. there going, oh, yeah, I really like this. It's funny how songwriters yeah. find their inspiration. I have not done the silent thing. I don't know if I could do
2: that because I'd like to hear noise, but I like that idea. Yeah, I think my own brain is just really noisy, so <laughs> I try to get a space to come out, you know, lyrically or melodically when when I have time and usually that's when I'm driving so (laughs) that makes total sense total sense well
0: this is a great place to share the song that you brought with you could you tell us a little bit about ghost me what is this
2: about so that one in particular actually was a song that I drove around in silence and kind of came up with kind of you know As your life gets busier and and today everything's just all over the place, and everyone sees what everyone's doing, and um, they assume, you know, oh, being in touch all the time is is easy, but it's really not. And then everyone gets offended if you don't respond. And then it's this like cat mouth game of silent treatment, which I don't play. (laughs) But, you know, I've experienced where, you know, being a creative person and I have ADHD, I'm all over the place, sometimes I forget things, or I can't always plan ahead, so sometimes that's difficult for friends or people in the life of a creative, and this song's just about, you know, that perspective of, like, are you really going to ghost me like that? Like, you know, we're all just living life, doing the best we can, so that's kind of where the song and inspiration came up.
0: Well, it's a great track, and we're going to play it for everyone. So this is Ghost Me by Move Like Creatures. It definitely does tell a story. So I'm very excited to even check out more of y'all's music because I can definitely tell that you are very, very much a storyteller, songwriter, which is Thank great. You. <laughs> no, you're welcome. I mean, it's really, really great because I have a pet peeve with some of the songs that are out today that they're, they're too simplistic.
1: And I've often been told to dummy down my writing. And I'm like, well, what good is that?
0: It doesn't mean the opportunity to send a message or tell a story. So I love the yeah. fact that you guys are doing that. That's great.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's important. Well, for me, the whole point is, you know, music, I'm sure you experience this, but Writing and creating music is very healing. And then for anyone listening or receiving, I mean, there's so many songs I can think of that inspired me or made me feel less alone or, you know, just just hits you in the feels. So (laughs) I try to to emulate that.
0: I think that's very important. And having just come back from Los Angeles, attending a lot of uh, events where there was a lot of artists one theme stuck out is that everybody was making the same comments. I want my music to heal. I want my music to make somebody you know, feel something. Well, in order to do that, you don't just need to have the composition behind it. You need to have lyrics that emote feeling or that emote thoughtfulness or that potentially tell a story, whether it's a happy story, a sad story, you know, you do need to have that. So I think it's very important that we continue down that path and that writers continue to put out music that actually does tell a story. So it's great. Absolutely. It. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. So we you mentioned a little bit how you and your bandmates create your songs. Do you want to take us a little bit more through your writing process? Do you guys write all the time? Do you binge write?
2: Do you have like a certain method that you follow? I find, ironically, (laughs) that I have a harder time writing music when I'm really, really happy. Um, And usually it's when I'm in a, a lower point or going through something specific that I can draw from. I haven't been able to really Write from others' perspectives, or you know, sometimes I'll get inspired by a story or something else, and and can write based off of that. But usually, it's very personal. So I would say more definitely binge writing, but also again, it just depends. Sometimes I'll be just doing something weird in the middle of my day, and I'll think of a phrase or you know something. I'm like, oh, that could be a, that could be a chorus hook, and then. I'll try to lay it down later, and then sometimes it will just sit there for months, and later we'll pull it up and be like, oh, we forgot about this one, and then you know get back into it. But um, really, it just it depends. Like, one of our songs on our upcoming EP that we're working on, Ryan actually wrote when he was at Berkeley at college years ago, and it's been sitting in a folder. And I'm like, hey, just send me any old beats or anything you have. Let's see if we have anything, you know, we've created in our life that we could use. And he had this one, and I just, I loved it. It's called 365, and um, we wrote to it, and we just finished recording it. So it just depends. Um, there's all kinds of different ways that a song comes about, but usually it starts with a phrase or an idea, and um I'll do the skeleton, the melody, lyrics, and then we kind of write around it, which is kind of backwards because a lot of times people do composition first.
0: It's not backwards because I write the same way. No, i mean, Yeah, (laughs) I do that. I mean, I I have a songwriting partner that I write with and we'll do that. We actually throw things back and forth where it's literally the last song that we co-wrote together. Literally, I found a 22nd guitar lick that I loved and I was yep. like can we write can we write something around this and yep. we did right so I mean it's definitely there are people that write that way so it's good to hear others do it too
2: yeah <laughs> i think it's surprising too I've been noticing a trend on TikTok and Instagram where people are posting reels you know how a song started and what it became and i think a lot of people don't realize it really is that simple. Like it'll just start with, you know, sometimes a 20 second voice memo and then it turns into a full blown song. So it's kind of cool.
0: Yes. And I'm going to ask you the question that I ask all of my songwriters, but I also do it on TikTok. So songwriting tip or trick to share? Do you have something there share with our listeners?
2: Yeah, I guess I had a really good experience with learning how to write. I used to kind of bleed out with writing and and not having structure, which sometimes is good because there's not always a box that fits all, I guess, you know, and and generally people will write where it's a verse, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus, bridge, chorus, you know, or they have that kind of recipe. And I guess my biggest advice is to try not to get stuck in that too much because that's something I find myself doing is the structure of a song and just write what feels right. And then go back and kind of organize it <laughs> or trying to make it more structured. That is
0: wonderful advice. And I'm going to follow up on that after we take a short break from a word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is my buddy, Tim from Front Range Radio. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio.
3: Front Range Radio,
2: playing a variety of indie music, a 24-7 music festival for your ears. You can find Front Range Radio at frontrangeradio.net.
0: And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, the lead singer of Move Like Creatures, Nancy Red. So tagging back on that conversation, your little tip or trick, one of the things that I do or like to do is I, post, I actually do it on Instagram and TikTok. I post like a uh, songwriting prompt and I've been asking people to, yeah, it's really fun trying to find, like, quirky little things for songwriting prompts, like, I'll just find, like, the color black, and then we'll, I'll say, hey, write about the color black, tell me how it makes you feel, it's really, really weird, but I'm hoping that people will actually start writing to some of my prompts, because I think some of them are actually really cool, but it just goes to show you so many different ways to get like tips, tricks, ideas, and things like that that are out there, and how all of us songwriters are actually pulling from various things. So,
2: oh, yeah, I like that. my grandma always said, you know, one, any idea comes from another. So, <laughs> the yes. more you. You know read poetry or or go to others for creativity or prompts i'm gonna have to take a crack at that nikki i'll i'll check out the the tiktok after
0: <laughs> oh yes i just started doing tiktok because i was trying to find something to post on there there's a
1: ton of them on my instagram
0: so it's like really cool and then i try and tag a song that has like maybe the concept in it so that somebody gets like an idea of like oh yeah i see where this is going so but one of these days, I'm going to turn around and actually go through everything that I've posted.
1: And maybe write a song for all of my prompts.
0: Because some of them are, like, really weird. I think I posted, like, pink roller skates one time. just. To
2: oh, nice. What, I love that. Yeah.
0: Just to see what people would come up with. So, anyway... Let's talk about your debut EP, because I know that you worked with a pretty well-known producer, so tell us about that, and how did you guys meet?
2: Yeah, um, so I've known Ethan for, gosh, like 11, 12 years, and I've worked on other musical projects, and it was kind of just one of those things where everything came together so fast. We met up, we started writing, and out of nowhere, I hadn't talked to him for a couple years, he messaged me, said, hey, Nance, you know, are you working on anything new? Like, what's been up, you know, with you? And I'm like, yeah, actually, I have these songs. I've been working with this new band. I think one night I sent him, like, a voice memo, too, of an idea I had after, like, a bottle of wine or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, here's the new stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah, you need to get your ass in here, you know, (laughs) let's work on these, so... We went in, we did pre production um he's really amazing as far as you know if there's anyone well anywhere in the u s but um he's local to Los Angeles who needs an awesome producer he's he's really just amazing, he's really good at taking our ideas and bringing them to life and making them current and um just digging deep and making things weird sometimes or adding that weird little sound, you know so known him a long time we're really grateful to work with him and it's really fun it's so much fun there's nothing like being in a studio and writing music with your best friends and there's a lot of Topo Chico and and tequila (laughs) I
0: thought I was the only one who knew about
2: Topo Chico oh no that's yeah that is it's the most carbonated it's the best
0: (laughs) (laughs) for those of you that don't know what Topo Chico is are you talking about the alcohol version or the non-alcoholic version?
2: Well, both. They have both. I mean, okay.
0: both. Yeah, both. Yeah, so I, I love
2: – yeah, they have some <laughs>
0: – Yeah, and they just started carrying it in the United States. It's a seltzer. It, I think it's out of Mexico, and they have it a is, non yeah. – I'm yeah. Latina, so – Oh, perfect. <laughs> See? Yeah, I yep. – I, it when i was down in mexico and i was just like dying when i saw it in the grocery store here in north carolina was like no way they have topo chico but it's a hard they have hard seltzer too so they have alcohol and non-alcoholic versions of it and it tends to be in my opinion a lot lighter than some of the other brands especially from a hard seltzer perspective because I think you know white claw and truly are the other ones that are pretty popular in my area and topo chico is much lighter
2: so Little heart
0: shelter it. conversation. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's it's studio fuel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. I love it. Awesome. Tell us about the band's future goals.
1: Do you guys have new music coming out? you Are going to be playing out live? Tell us what you have going on.
2: Yeah, so we just finished a batch of new songs. I think we might go in and try to record two more. Um, but hopefully in the next couple of months we're planning on releasing our first new song which is going to be called Daggers and I'm really excited the direction we're going musically and still working with Ethan so it will it will have similar sounds it will will be mood like creatures but it is new and I'm excited to share it with everyone Um, but and then goal-wise I'll probably be hanging out in South by Southwest might jump on a couple (laughs) stages while I'm down there, but we plan, you know, whatever we can get into festivals, shows. We just played the Viper room in LA. It was great. And we're just going to keep on going.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I should have contacted you when I was out in LA recently.
2: Could have said know You know, my family actually has a ranch in Waxhaw, North Carolina. So when I'm out there, I'll have to come say hi.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Please do. Please do. All right. Can you talk about mind reader? What's this one about?
2: Sure. So, um, actually, so my degree is in neuropsychology and <laughs> before music and art and everything else I do, um, I mean I've always done that, but when I went to college I I thought, how am I gonna feed myself? I better go get a degree, which now that I'm, you know, doing it, I'm like, you know what? I could have just done music. But anyways, um, I went into it because I was misdiagnosed bipolar when I was younger and on medication. And, you know, I had this crazy therapist one time who basically told me, you know, you can only be broken so many times before no one can put you back together again. I would go through bouts of just deep depression, which I think a lot of artists deal with. Years later, it turned out I had tumors in my thyroid, which causes all kinds of like, you know, mood disorders or depression and and can affect a lot of things in your body. So wanted to go into correlation of female brain and um, mental health because I feel like a lot is overlooked. And this song is kind of just about, you know, that journey of, gosh, you know, (laughs) I've tried everything. Yeah, I'll try whatever. Sure. Give me medication. Okay have to listen to the therapist, have to listen to a friend, everyone's opinion. And just kind of that message of you got to listen to yourself and be your own advocate and not trust others to guide you on your health journey, basically. So that's a very (laughs) in-depth, like, overview of the song. But, um, yeah, anyone dealing with depression or anxiety or mental health, uh, you know, you—it's hard to be your own advocate when you're when you're in a low point. But nobody knows what's best for you other than you.
0: I completely agree, and we're gonna follow up on some of the things that you said after we play this for everyone. So here it is. This is Mind Reader by Move Like Creatures. Very, very important, and it's very interesting how much, actually, we have in common. I don't have ADHD. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't have ADHD, but I have a a son that does, and I know he struggled um, growing up, and it was a late diagnosis, so he wasn't even diagnosed until he was in, in middle school, but I also had issues with my thyroid. Where I had nodules, yeah, I ended a lot up of women mine. do. Yeah, yeah, I ended up getting mine out less than a year ago. So it's very interesting how we have some of those things in common. I can certainly relate to this song specifically because I'm actually doing this right now, where I'm advocating for you know my health because I don't particularly care for my current doctor, and I'm like, you know what? y'all just aren't doing it for me and you're not listening to what I'm saying. So see you
2: later.
0: You have to be that advocate for yourself.
2: I think so. And I think too, you know, from the perspective of a woman, not to put doctors down, like they're doing the best they can, but it does. It has to be right. You know, women have not been doctors very long. So there's a lot of missing pieces from our perspective and experience Versus, oh, here, just take this medicine, try this, you know, versus, hey, maybe something else is going on. Maybe it's not just mental health. Maybe you have a hormonal imbalance or, you know, and it's happening a lot with especially young women.
0: Yes. Well, I've also found, too, not to digress on this subject a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I've also found that some of the female doctors also tend to put certain like symptoms and things into specific categories yeah you know like if you say well you know I, i'm having trouble losing weight they automatically say well you know you aren't getting any younger whoa wait a minute <laughs> you know it's like why do yeah. you automatically have to put me in a certain bucket listen yeah. to what i'm telling you right look at my medical history Da so it can be very frustrating in that regard too because sometimes women don't listen to other women end up sticking them in a bucket and saying, well, this is why no, oh, yeah. it doesn't work. Very frustrating. But anyway, didn't mean to that. Yeah. So, but it's a fabulous <laughs> song. Point. Very well done. Very well done. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm very excited to hear the new music. forward to that. Do you have an idea on when some of the new music is going to be coming out?
2: Uh, you know what, I just got the second mix of the, you know, three songs that we have. And I'm hoping we can release uh, one, start like around summer, at least one around summer, and we'll see when the next EP is going to come out. But within the next five months or so, definitely.
0: Before we sign off, anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? How about where they can find you and the band on social media? Where can they look you guys up?
2: Sure, we are at Move Like Creatures on Instagram and TikTok. That's probably the best place to find us. Um, or you could go to movelikecreatures.com and it will have everything listed there music, music videos. We have some music videos out uh, on YouTube. And yeah, we're just excited to be here and connect with anyone who resonates with our music.
0: Excellent. Well, I'd like to thank my wonderful guest, Nancy Ray or Nancy Bombard, whatever you would like to call her out. I love it. I love having two names. That's fantastic. But I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. It's been a wonderful pleasure getting to know you, getting to know more about the man. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to Mixing It on behalf of all of us here at SIM Radio this is Nikki Chris. Keep on mixing it.
2: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.